Hello, Dr. Shushma Singh this side. Today in Chapter 10 Development, let us start lecture with topic Alternative Conceptions of Development. In the proceeding section, we discussed some of the limitations of the model of development pursued so far. There have been huge costs both human and environmental of development policies and the costs and benefits of development have been unequally distributed among people. Further, the strategies of development adopted in most countries have been top-down. There is the selection of development priorities and strategies and the actual implementation of projects were all generally decided by the higher levels of the political leadership and bureaucracy. There was often little consultation with the people who, whose lives would be most immediately affected by the development projects. Neither was their experience and the knowledge acquired over centuries utilized nor were their interests taken into account. This was as true of democratic countries as of dictatorial ones. Development thus became a process designed and implemented by the ruling sections in the country who have also often been the major beneficiaries of the development projects. This has underscored the need to think of alternative ways of the understanding and pursuing development which are equitable and sustainable. Issues of rights and equality, freedom, justice and democracy have all been raised in the process. In this section we will examine how these concepts have taken on newer meanings in the context of the development debate. Now let us discuss the topic right claims. We have noted how the benefits of development have been largely concerned by the powerful and the costs of the development model have been borne by the poorest and vulnerable sections of the population, whether due to ecological degradation or due to displacement and loss of livelihood. One of the issues which has been raised is regarding the protections that affected people can claim from the state and the society as a whole. In a democracy, do people have a right be consulted in decisions which directly affect their lives? Do they have a right to livelihood which they can claim when an activity sanctioned by government threatens their source of livelihood? Another issue is regarding rights to natural resources. Can communities claim traditional rights to the use of natural resources? This particularly applies to tribal and aboriginal communities who have a specific way of community life and relationship to the environment. 
the crucial issue here is to whom do natural resources belong is it the local community the state concerned or are they a common resources of all humanity humanities if we understand resources as common to humanity then humanity would include future generations as well negotiating the competing demands of different sections of a population as well as achieving a balance between the claims of the present and future is the task of democracies now let us discuss next point democratic participation how many times have you been told that you must do something say obey your parents or teachers for your own good and have you felt like saying if it is good for me please let me decide that myself the distinction between the democracy and dictatorship is that in a democracy conflicts over resources or different visions of the good life are resolved through debate and a respect for the rights of all and these cannot be imposed from above thus if everyone in a society has a common stake in achieving a better life then everyone needs to be involved in formulating the plans of development and in devising ways of implementing them there is a difference between following a plan made by others and sharing in the formulations of the plans firstly even if others make plans with the best intentions they are likely to be less aware than you about your specific needs secondly being an active part of the decision making process is empowering both democracy and development are concerned with realizing the common good by what process can the common good be defined in democratic countries the right of people to participate in decision making is emphasized one of the ways which has been suggested to ensure participation is to allow local decision making bodies to take decisions about development projects in the local area increasing the powers and resources of local bodies is thus being advocated on the one hand it is argued that people have to be consulted on issues which most affect them and it should be possible to reject projects which can adversely affect the community on the other it is said that involvement in planning and formulating policies allows people to direct resources towards their needs where a road must be laid what should be the route of the metro or local buses where a park or school should be located whether a village needs a check dam or an internet cafe should be decisions 
which must be taken by them. It was argued above that the prevailing model of development is top-down and tends to view people as objects of development. It assumes that there is an best way to arrive at solution for our problems. In the process, the accumulated knowledge and experiences of people may be ignored. A decentralized approach to development makes it possible to use various kinds of technologies, traditional and modern, in a creative manner. Now let us start discussion on the next topic, development and lifestyle. An alternative model of development would also try to move away from the high-cost, ecologically wasteful, technology-driven notion of the development. Development should not be measured only by the number of cell phones in the country or by the sophisticated weapons which are developed or by the size of cars which people drive but by the quality of life enjoyed by people in terms of happiness and harmony and satisfaction of essential needs. At one level, efforts should be made to conserve natural resources and use renewable sources of energy as far as possible. Efforts such as rainwater harvesting, solar and biogas plants, microhydal projects, compost pits to generate manure out of the organic waste are examples in this direction. Such activities have to take place at a local level and therefore demand higher involvement from people. Big projects are not the only way to affect big improvement. Opponents of big dams have advocated a series of small dams and bunds which require much less investment, cause minimum displacement and can be beneficial to the local population. At another le level, there is also a need to scale down our need for non-renewable resources by changing lifestyles. This is a tricky issue because it may appear as if people are being asked to accept a lower standard of living and this could also be seen as a curtailment of their freedom to choose. But debating the possibility of alternative lifestyles could also mean increasing avenues for freedom and creativity by opening up alternative visions of the good life. However, any such policy would call for a high degree of cooperation between governments and people across countries. This would mean adopting democratic methods of decision making on such matters. But if we understand development as a process of enhancing one's freedoms and thinking of people not as passive consumer but as active participant in deciding development goals, 
इट शुड बी पॉसिबल टू रीच एग्रीमेंट ऑन सच इश्यूज इन द प्रोसेस आर नोशन ऑफ राइट्स फ्रीडम एंड जस्टिस वुड बी एक्सटेंडेड नाउ लेटस कंक्लूड द चैप्टर नाउ द आइडिया ऑफ डेवलपमेंट रेफर्स टू द डिजायर फॉर अ बेटर लाइफ दिस इज अ वेरी पावरफुल डिजायर एंड द होप ऑफ इम्प्रूवमेंट इज अ ड्राइविंग फोर्स ऑफ ह्यूमन एक्शन इन दिस चैप्टर वी हैव सीन हाउ वाइडली एक्सेप्टेड वर्जन ऑफ वट कॉन्स्टिट्यूट्स इम्प्रूवमेंट हैव कम अंडर क्रिटिकल स्क्रूटनी देर इज अ मल्टी प्रोंग्ड सर्च फॉर अ मोर इक्विटेबल सस्टेनेबल एंड डेमोक्रेटिक मॉडल ऑफ डेवलपमेंट इन द प्रोसेस अ नंबर ऑफ कॉन्सेप्ट ऑफ पोलिटिकल थ्यूरी सच एज इक्वेलिटी डेमोक्रेसी एंड राइट्स हैव बीन री इंटरप्रेटेड द इशू दैट हैव अराइजन वाइल परसुइंग द गोल्स ऑफ डेवलपमेंट रिवील दैट द चॉइसिस वी मेक हैव एन इम्पैक्ट अपॉन अदर्स other human beings and other species in the world we must therefore see ourselves as part of the larger universe for our fates are linked together besides my actions not only affect others they also have an impact upon my own future possibilities we need therefore to choose carefully keeping in mind not just our present needs but also our long term interests here we have come to the end of the chapter and as well as book thanks for being a great listener